0: in the podcast system. There are two types of people, those who make the podcast and those who listen to them. And these are their hot takes. What's up, my dudes? So I'm going to do this while I'm driving home from an appointment because, you know, it's definitely a little bit more quiet than in my house currently until I can find a place to really record. So this week, I think I was thinking about it and it's something that I actually enjoy and I have a lot of hard opinions on is uh, cryptids particularly um, there's a couple I don't know anything about like the Snallegasters from Virginia but there are two that I know very well and it's uh, the Flatwoods Monster from West Virginia and my personal favorite Mothman from good old uh, Point Pleasant West Virginia so I'm probably going to end up doing this in like two parts mostly because I'm driving and it's like a 30 minute drive back to my house but What I was thinking is I'm going to start with the Snallegasters, give my hot take on that, because the only thing I really know anything about them from is Fallout 76, which is, some people call it one of the worst games ever made, but I love it to death. And maybe I can do an episode on that at some point. But with Snallegasters, they're kind of, like, dragon-ish, except instead of, like, a normal dragon mouth, they've kind of got, like, weird tentacle tendril things coming out of their face. They've got wings, and they've got, like, claws. Like, they've got, like, a cat body. And it's kind of a weird setup, and I don't understand how that came about. So when I do the follow-up for this one, I'll definitely give you guys some more information on it. Because to me, it's funky as all get-out. And it's cool because, like, you know, they're violent, but there's also been, like, allegedly stories where they haven't been. Where they haven't attacked people, where they have attacked people. It's a whole thing. So I guess it's kind of like whenever you catch one, how it's feeling that day. And that's where they're going to go with it from there. (laughs) Which is cool, I guess. I mean, good for them. And then, you know, it's a big thing in Virginia. I don't know exactly where in Virginia they're from. But once I get all that, I'll do the episode on it. And I'll get you guys as much information as possible. And that's probably going to be one of the long... Well, all the follow-up episodes are going to be like the longer episodes. Because it's going to be me going through all the research I've done. And then possibly having somebody on to help fact check me throughout the whole the whole process which would be pretty cool I'm not gonna lie but continuing in that line of thinking I'm gonna be honest I think cryptids are real I think mothman's real I think all of that stuff is real and they're scary well some of them are scary because the three I named are just the three I'm gonna hit on the most well not really the most because I literally just told you everything I knew about salagasters, and I just think they're ugly and they're freaky creatures and I'm not a fan <laughs> but that's not going to be the only thing I talk about so what I'm thinking is we move on to Mothman because he's like my favorite surely because there are so many sightings about him and it's not like just a one and done kind of situation it wasn't like oh we saw him once and that was it it was like for like three years almost up until the Silver Bridge collapsing. and people were constantly seeing him People were constantly coming out saying different stories. They, and the description never changed. It's not like one person said he looked one way and another person said he looked a different way. Everyone said it was like a man wearing like a trench coat, except instead of a head, there were just two giant red light looking like eyes coming out of where like the man's chest would be. And it was tall. But then people would talk like there were there was a couple, like the first sighting was in the TNT area in West Virginia, and they said like it flew over the car and they were hitting almost 100, which to me is insane, because it's in the 60s, I know cars could go that fast, but if you're going to go that fast down the roads out there, and I've driven down those roads, you're more likely to crash your car than you are to do anything else, because those mountain roads are not fun to drive down, and it's crazy to think about that kind of thing, and like, the fact that, you know, I think it's real, it's it's real, I I don't know if I'm going to share it in this episode, or the, or the follow-up episode, but I actually... Think I saw Mothman or a Shadow Person, which is a completely different thing and a more horror related object, well, creature, than, you know, an actual cryptid, but just as scary because they're either really good or they're really bad kind of situations. But, you know, I'll think about it as I keep talking, or if I need to, you know, conti- buff, buffer, or what is it, fluff the runtime, as they call it. But with Mothman, there were sightings. There was a guy I can't remember his name off the top of my head, and that's the worst part because I literally just watched some stuff about him while I was doing other things today. But he had—he apparently was having so many different experiences because he was investigating the sightings. He was investigating the people. He wanted to know what was going on, and then apparently it was Mothman was messing with him. He was messing with like his phone to the point where like the guy just stopped paying his phone bill and the phone got disconnected but he was still getting calls and then he would write he would get letters and he would write letters to like addresses that didn't exist and he would get replies almost the same day well the same day or the next day which is another freaky bit and then everything kind of stopped the day well the, the night i guess that the silver bridge fell Everything stopped. Like he got no more contact. A lot, all the sightings pretty much dropped off, and things like that. And it was crazy to think about. Well, to, to read about and hear about from people I've talked to about it, because I have a lot of friends who also share the same feelings towards cryptids. They love them. They want to find things with it. They want to do. They want to talk about it. It's crazy. I might actually do an episode along the way. That's not going to be a hot take. It's just going to be. Me inviting my friends on who have like, had experiences, have talked about the experiences, and we're just going to talk about it. Probably have to be a two-part episode because I definitely don't think we can squeeze all that in within an hour. So continuing down that, I'm going to say fuck it, and I'm just going to give my story. So I uh, I was driving up to Point Pleasant because I wanted to go to the museum, and it was a, it's a long drive for me. It's a significantly long drive, so I had to almost drive pretty much, it felt like, all night. And at one point, I was in a spot where I couldn't, I had to pull off the road, and I was like maybe an hour away, hour, hour, 30 minutes maybe. I had to stop, and I had to pee. <laughs> so I, I stopped my car, I, I left my headlights on, because I'm not sitting there going to go pee in the dark in the woods, because that's how you get murdered. And I'm doing my thing, and I look up, because I decided that this that was a good spot, so I started peeing. And I see two, you know, giant red dots looking at me, and I started freaking out, it was like this weird fear like there was nothing I could like I can't really describe the feeling but it was just like I felt like I was almost paralyzed but I was still like you know peeing but I felt paralyzed by fear and I was just didn't know what to do in that situation so I was freaking out in my head because I didn't I couldn't move like I couldn't do anything and I was freaking out it was weird it was just a weird feeling and I've only experienced that like twice in my life and one of those times when I was on a roller coaster and I was looking down from the slope and I was scared shitless, but then, no sooner than I like, I looked I, I, lo- I kept looking at it, then it just kind of uh, th- uh, sorry my words got mixed up there. I, I looked I kept looking at it then I stopped peeing I finally found the strength to zip my pants up and I looked back up and it was gone. I don't know what the hell I saw because I didn't hear anything move, nothing else, and it was just gone. I my happy ass ran to my car. I got in my car. I drove all the way to my hotel, and that was the end of it. I did not want to think about it. I did not want to talk about it until, like, the next day. I talked to my friend about it, and he said it could have been Mothman. It also could have been a shadow person, which is what I talked about earlier. And those things aren't usually a good sign. I mean, allegedly, Mothman's not a good thing to see either, because last time someone, like, you know, saw Mothman, something really bad happened. And thankfully, nothing bad happened to me. I didn't see anything bad happening. But it's just, like, it was a very shocking moment. And I did not appreciate it at all. And I don't know how to... I still don't know how to rationalize it to this day. Like, what I saw, what happened... Because it's going to stick with me, and I kind of want to, like... I don't want to devote my life to figuring if it's real, because, you know, I think Mothman's real, and I'm always going to think he's real. But at the same time, I gotta know. I gotta know if what I saw was legit, because I was too afraid to pull my flashlight up and see something and then freak myself out even more. It, <laughs> So, there's that whole experience. It was not a good time. And then, you know, I got to Point Pleasant. I went to the museum. I talked to the owner of the museum, really nice guy. I sent him an email a few months ago because I wanted to interview him on my stream. Because I was, I was streaming a lot of Fallout 76. And it'd be cool to have him on there. And, like, so we could talk, you know, on an Xbox party and while I was streaming and he and I could, he could answer my questions. But that didn't happen. He sent me an email response and he answered all my questions there. And then I read them out on my stream, which is still cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; it's cool to say I interviewed a guy who knows more about the Mothman than most people will ever hope to in their entire lives. Whew! And then when it comes down to the Flatwoods Monster, you know, my that's a weird one because it was only spotted once, only once. But then it blew up because it was insane because all the descriptions didn't match. Like each group of the people who uh, allegedly witnessed the Flatwoods Monster. Nobody told the same story, but when it came to the description, but other, otherwise, like seeing the lights from its appearance, things like that, that was the same. Some people said it was a, like an alien. It was like wearing a space mount, ma- a, a spacesuit, but it had like a reptilian face, or it was like a weird oval, like a elongated face, like a gray alien. Except it had two giant yellow eyes its skin was green and it had like tentacles some people said it was floating like it had, a, it had no legs but its body but everyone said it had like a metallic suit on so it kind of leads me to think that it was an alien not like a spooky monster that was out there trying to scare people but it was like maybe he was lost he was trying to find out, find his way home who knows because I don't speak alien I wasn't there and to me that one's like harder to believe because there's so little information on it outside of that and I want to know more and I don't think I no one ever will because you can't find something that's only shown up once whereas with like the Mothman it's a constant thing like he was a constant sighting for multiple years and still to this day people claim to have seen him and it's awesome to think about and it's cool to see that kind of thing but Honestly, as much as I want to believe in all, like, all of the cryptids, like, all of them have some like, granule of truth, I think, think Flatwoods Monster's fake. I think he's fake. I think it was just some kids trying to like, get a rise out of people, then someone hopped on the idea and was like, ooh, I'm going to make up a story too, But my, and they didn't keep any of the details of the original story, so then it made it harder and it caused more misinformation to be spread. So I don't think the, the Flatwoods Monster's real. At all. Fake. People made it up to get, like, some sort of clout for a small town in West Virginia. And that was the end-all, be-all of it. If someone from Flatwoods is listening to this, I apologize if I offend you. That's my opinion on it. But, as I said, I'm going to do some research. I'm not just going to make it a one-and-done kind of thing. I hope that I can be proven wrong, and I hope that I can find more corroborating stories of the Flatwoods monster... So that I can feel like, you know, I'm not just throwing shade at a random town in West Virginia and being a dick. Because that's not, my, that's not my motivation or my goal. But I want to know if there's any truth to it, if there's anything that can be proven. Because it just feels like it's an unsolved mystery that needs to find like its end point. For both the people of Flatwoods and for everyone who thinks it's real, everyone who thinks it's fake. Either the people who think it's real will be like, ha, in your face. Or the people who think it's fake are doing the same thing to the people who think it's real. But that's just my, my thought process on it. And then there's another one. It's called a, I think it's either Maine. It's Maine. It's called the Spectre Moose. I didn't look anything into it. But that just sounds cool. Like a ghost moose just hanging out in Maine, doing its thing, vibing out. And scaring people because I didn't know that's what moose like to do. But apparently that's what they like to do when they're specter moose. <laughs> but that's all I can really come to on that. And then... Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Again, I'm going to look into all of these. Then I know in New York there's one He's called Champy. He's like the Loch Ness Monster in a way. From what like I saw a picture of it when I just kind of Googled cryptids in the United States. And I was like, this is funky like he's like the Loch Ness monster but he's also got tentacles and that's all like all the description i got for it which is definitely more than i probably will get for other things i look into like there's another thing in colorado that's pretty cool it's like a giant rock fish that slides down the mountain and eats its victims when he finds somebody and he like uses like sli- like a weird slime to travel down the mountain he's called like the it's like the rock slider i believe i'm going to probably have to correct myself when I record part two of this episode, because I'm actually almost home. Turns out that traffic wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. So right here, I'm just going to take a pause, do an ad break while, you know, I'm going to record later tonight, get the rest of this episode done, and I'm going to publish it. So enjoy the ad, and I will see you guys later. And we're back from that ad break, which is probably 30 seconds for you, but three days for me. Cause I got busy and distracted with some other stuff. I'm back sitting in my car to do this, just because you know the noises of my house don't need that to be up on all up on the podcast. So might as well hop back into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is the W word. The reason why I don't say its name one because I'm sitting outside in my car. I live in I live near a wooded area, but it's because if you say its name, there's a l- bit of a likelihood that it's going to start showing up per my culture, and I would prefer not to have to deal with something like that anytime soon because I would not want to have my face ripped off and be eaten alive by something that was a cannibal in life and, you know, got possessed by whoever it ate and got dismo- all all messed up and deformed and gross and not a fan of that thought. So that's the whole my whole feeling on that, and yes, I think it's real. I think it's very real. I haven't had an experience, but I know people who have had an experience with it. And frankly, just the notion of it freaks me the fuck out. And I would rather not deal with that in my life personally. Because, you know, I choose life, as Sid the Sloth would say. So another thing I want to talk about, a big thing in Appalachia, is uh, not deer. Basically, I think those are real, from what I've read in the personal accounts on them, it's just a deer that's all kinds of fucked up. Like its knees bend the wrong way, it's got like a dog mouth. <laughs> and, you know, they don't really seek out to harm you unless you harass them and get on their asses about stuff, like, you know, get up close too close to them. And, you know, that's kind of etch-a-sketch. I wouldn't want to even put myself in a situation where I was close to something that freaky. Because I know that that's going to meet you know, me be me meeting my end. And I would rather go out on my own terms and not eaten by some freaky creature that, you know, is not a deer, but it looks like a deer. It's kind of like a deceiver. Like, you know those fish or animals that look like they're super harmless, but in reality they can fuck your shit up like poison dart frogs? Yeah, no thanks. That's that's a no for me. And if you want to go out and do that thing, I highly recommend you don't look for one if you're ever in, the, ever in Appalachia for the sheer fact of, you're probably not going to make it home. And me here at Jason's Hot Takes, I do care about your safety (laughs) because I would prefer not hearing about one of my listeners ending up dead because they decided to look into something I talked about on my podcast Because I'll feel personally responsible and I'll feel bad and I might just stop making episodes if I find out something like that because it'd be kind of shitty because I don't want to lose my fans either. So then we're going to sh- then another one. Oh, someone just drove by me and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Is a Bigfoot, because, you know, I think Bigfoot's real. A lot of people don't think he's real, but there's too many sightings for him not to be real. Sure, a lot of the pictures that come out about him aren't exactly the best looking, but, you know, when it's hard to take pictures of something that's, you know, moving, as I can attest to, because I've tried to take pictures of my friends or somebody running, and it looks blurry as shit, and it looks like I took a picture of like a ghost or something. When in reality, it's just my friend doing something stupid or falling too fast for my camera to catch it. So yeah, Bigfoot's real. That's my take on it. I will stand firm by that, even in the follow-up episode. If I find things, you know, that go against what I say, I find things that go against what I said. It's part of the it's part of the experience. It's part of the show. I mean, my opinion might change, it might not change, but I will always think the Bigfoot Mothman the W word, are real. I don't think flat the Flatwoods Monster is real. I will stand by that. I will stand by that until someone can give me hardcore evidence of more than one sighting. Until you give me more than one sighting, I'm not going to believe you. Because that's just who I am. Because I can't base my whole belief on something off of one sighting, whereas the things I'm talking about, I've had multiple sightings. It's, you can get on the internet and just type it in and be like and then click add sightings to the end of it you get pages on pages on pages on pages on pages of people who've seen it whereas another fun thing to think about is that the fact that the government said ufos were real this year fuck it it's 2020 you know that's a thing and this year's already been a shit show well yeah i can say that it's been a shit show per you know last episode when i was talking about just the election this year but everything else going on just it's like mini disaster after mini disaster like what's gonna happen next I'm just waiting for the next big thing I'm waiting for like a mothership to open up above my fucking house and be like well okay it's time to get probed I'll be like wow how much worse can this year get and we've only got a month left so that's another thing to think about like holy shit like what is going what is happening this year it's like whatever higher power you believe in decided let's just fuck up this entire year let's squeeze an entire decade's worth of shit into one year and just let it fucking go like in utah on monday they found a monolith in the middle of the fucking de- like canyons while they like they were out you know looking for I and mean, counting bighorn sheep they fly low when they do it so they can apparently fu- determine what what sex each sheep is as they go through it and then they find a fucking monolith like shit outside of fucking not outside out of 2001 a space odyssey which is an amazing movie by the way i'm never gonna shit on that movie because i love it and then like reading what they were talking about one of the guys is like yeah it's pointing towards the cat it's pointing into the canyon like we like it's telling us to go there and i was like maybe you shouldn't go there Then they took pictures with it there's one picture of like they're standing on each other's shoulders like get the look at the top of it it's like 12 feet tall that's tall and then they don't know how it got there, which is another weird fucking thing about it. And it just kind of makes you wonder, like, why is it there? How did it get there? Because then they made a joke. It's like, if one of us disappears, that's where we're all going to start running away from it very quickly. And I was like, maybe you just shouldn't approach it in the first place. That's just my take on that situation. But it's just getting weird, you know government says UFOs are are real people are the best moment after that was when people in New Jersey mistaked a fucking the Goodyear blimp as a UFO because from a distance you can't really tell and all you see is the flashing lights but these people were stopped and taking snapchat videos posting it all over social media things like that and that's just funnier than hell to me <laughs> they were doing that <laughs> hey it's part of the it's part of the year that's part of the fun I'm just waiting for like you know a confirmed like cryptid being seen at this point. Like they're gonna see it. It's gonna be there. We're gonna all have to deal with processing that, and then seeing where everything's gonna go from there because that's gonna be the biggest fucking shocker this year. So getting back on the topic because I kind of went off on like a two two to three minute tangent and this is really weird to do just me because usually I'm talking to somebody. But skinwalkers. I'm going to say skinwalkers because, you know, those are just shaman in, some, in the culture that they come from where they were, you know, per, they were persuaded by the darker side of their art because they go into trying to help people and then they find out they can get advantages through using and manipulating it into ways that are going to benefit them, which in turn kind of corrupts them. They kind of turn into like humans or animals, but they're not quite animals or human they're kind of like in that weird in-between stage like when you're turning into a werewolf and you just kind of press the pause button that's just an example i'm using not to try to be like insensitive because it's another native american thing but it's not my culture it's more of a navajo navajo not navajo navajo cultural kind of thing with it when it comes to skinwalkers i'm cherokee we really don't hit that we talk about wendigos but it's not like i just fucking said it shit all right well i'm fucked now but it's not, you know, very hardcore-teached in my culture, but taught, not teached, wow, in my culture. Whereas when it comes to the Navajo culture and other tribes, they they really hammer in on it because sometimes people think that people made a deal with a skinwalker to to screw over another tribe. But that's what happens in tribal warfare. Like, when they start losing, like, oh, well, maybe they're doing this, maybe they're doing that. That's just a natural part of it, which is a cool thing. Like, I'm not going to It's cool. And I think it's interesting to look into it. I'm, I can't wait to look more into it than I already have. Even though I'm really kind of defeating the purpose of these being hot takes because I'm doing research into it. But I think of a topic I'm like, okay, I want to look into it and form my opinion now. Instead of recording it, putting it into the podcast, and letting you guys hear it before I start doing that kind of thing. And that's not right on me. I apologize. I'm going to fix that in the future. I promise. I will. Because you guys, that's what I kind of told you guys I was going to do. That's what I should do. I'm, a, I'm gonna, I'm going to do better, as people would say when you mess up on things on social media. Like, well, you should do better. I'll try. But yeah, that's most of the stuff I wanted to... Well, that's the stuff that I came up with in my three-day break when I was busy running around like a chicken with its head cut off, dealing with personal life shenanigans. And I didn't want to, like, release the first half of the episode and leave you guys with, like, a 15-minute thing and then be like, well, i just put it out there. Sorry about it, guys, because that's not right to you. It's disingenuous on me because my goal is to make these 30 minutes and if I can't stretch it out, I'm going to be honest with you guys and let you know I can't stretch it out because it's kind of hard to sit and talk for 30 minutes about things that you barely know anything about unless it's, you know, people can do that. I don't know how they can do it. More power to them even if they're like dead wrong when they're doing it. (laughs) It's not the Rona. But what I'm going to do is I'm talking about it at the end of the episode because I thought about it today while I was at work. But I'm, gonna, I'm creating an intro. You're going to hear it. You're hearing about it after the you know episode starts. Well, it's almost over now, but I'm going to do it anyways. At the, I'm going to stop. Once I finish recording this, I'm going to record that and I'm going to put it at the beginning of this so you hear it. And It should be fun. I don't know if it's going to go well. If you guys don't like it, let me know. But other than that, that's honestly, I, I don't know what else to talk about, because when it comes to cryptids, there's the squonk. Oh, my God, the squonk. So there's this thing in Pennsylvania called the squonk, and it's just like an ugly pig creature that cries, and it cries because it's ugly, and I think it's real. No one's taking a picture of it. There's a bunch of artist depictions of it, but I think it's real. But I feel bad for it because it just sits there, and it cries because it knows it's so ugly, and people know it's ugly, so it just cries all the time, and I feel bad. I bet it's really nice if you get to know it and if it doesn't try to maul your fucking face off. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening. I know a weird, it's it's weird going from hearing me driving my car to me just sitting in my car, especially three days apart when I've had time to think about things. But I honestly want to keep this up as long as you guys want me to keep it up. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy the new intro I'm making.